some shit. That would be, I would yeah, love really the cool. crap out of that. You know, like that would be my factor. Welcome, Commander Smiths. We are the Commander Smiths. <laughs> you weren't supposed to see me while I was trying to compose myself. Right. I'm Adam Smith. <laughs> I'm Lowry Smith. Don't worry. Uh, this is totally going over people's heads yeah. uh, with cousins <laughs> because I just mimicked him. Yeah. <laughs> he was silently doing something, so I silently did something. Well, I was trying. You so made me laugh animal, before starting, so I was trying to. I can't wait for YouTube. <laughs> I know, because it's going to be awful. <laughs> uh, all right. So this is episode 138. Um, and uh, so what are we going to do today? I think we have to, well, first off, we have to give something away, right? Are we going to give something away? No? We have two two things that we're giving away. Two? Two? One, one and one. Equals two. Yes. My my son is doing math right now. Should I get into stories about that instead of doing the giveaway? He should be sleeping. It's pretty late. Well, he's not doing it right now. Yes, I did oh. say right now. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. We're having him do math right now while I'm recording. <laughs> you sit there and do math while I'm recording this whole time. That's your punishment. Uh, okay, yeah. So we have two giveaways to give away. <laughs> this sucks. <laughs> uh, okay, so do we want to do this beginning or do we want to do this at the end? What are we doing here? I, Should we take a poll from the audience? What do you think? I say we do it at the end. <laughs> Sounds good to me. You in the background? Back. Adam back shadowing back shadowed. Yeah. Let's wait until the end. Okay. Let's do that. All right. So you guys are gonna have to stick around to the end or you can fast forward and just see if you are yeah. the winner. And we definitely have about three hours planned. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so you're gonna have to go through the entire thing here. Yeah. We'll know if you didn't listen to the whole thing and then you won't become the winner. And yeah. actually we won't just, just let you know, we won't be tagging the winner right away. So we want people to listen to the episode Man, and that is. I know it's kind of brutal. It's fishing. It's, do we want to? I don't know. Seems. <laughs> well, I mean, if you see that you're that the winner, sense. why That's even right. listen? You're just like, all right, We're I won. probably why because they like us. I mean, some of them don't. Yeah. I would agree. I but, don't even like us. I'm I mean, yeah. <laughs> that's my line. Um, Sorry. I was yeah. Okay. Up. We can wait till the end on that. We do plan on doing. So we're gonna talk about secret layer secret no what are they called the walking dead the walking TWD. dead twd the walking lots dead. lots of controversy yeah we didn't talk about it around this we knew about them last week but we just didn't they weren't all out yet and the controversy is kind of crazy <laughs> so we're, you've probably heard it on maybe other casts that you've listened to that the people have talked about it but we're gonna kind of we're gonna do things a little different we're actually gonna Say we're what we solve your problem. We're gonna say what we think these cards are gonna become when they actually reprint them when they're not Walking Dead. So we're yeah. gonna kind of discuss that a little bit. We're gonna look into our crystal ball. Yeah, I think I think we got some good uh, discussions on that. Uh, yeah. And then we are also gonna do something pretty interesting. Um, mm. It's how do you? I don't know how we would say this, but it, we're doing a just the tips. Uh, you know, this segment. Perhaps play a little game called just the tip, just for a second. Just to see how it feels. Or, ouch, ouch, you're on my hair. Ouch, ouch, you're on my hair. 
It's my favorite. Uh, Is that what the uh, the name of the segment should just be called that? Ouch, ouch, ouch you're on my hair. <laughs> we should just change it to that, and then people won't get it like a year down the road. And like, why is that called that ouch, ouch, you're on my? You hair. can play the whole thing. Yeah. But, uh, so we're gonna try and discuss how do you? I like how you said we're gonna change. try and discuss. <laughs> we're gonna try and discuss. This could just turn into a fight. Yeah. Um, we're not talking politics. Uh, just how, how do you change your decks? How do you tweak them around? How do you change them? How when do you, do you make tune? the Maybe tweaks. tuning. Tuning. Fine tuning your decks. Yes. Well, Could not be. fine tuning. It doesn't necessarily have to be that either. Yeah, it's just, I guess what changing it, your decks. it came Tweaking. across is like, I don't change my decks very often, and I just recently did. And so I was like, I we should talk about that because you do that a lot more often than I do. All the time. Yeah. So that's why I was like, we should actually talk about that because I bet you there's a lot of people that are like me and a lot of people that are like you that just tweak it all the time. You know, new set comes out. Hey, these cards fit in here. These cards are yep. out. So we're going to kind of go through that whole thing. So it's going to be uh, just the tips or ouch, ouch around my hair. Let's get into our tags really quick. Uh, we do have a new patron this week. Mark Woo! Von Bank. Von Bank. You're a cool ass motherfucker. Does that work? MFR. Yeah. I like that quite a bit. <laughs> Thank you for uh, contributing to the show. So that's our newest patron. Uh, like I said, we are doing the drawings for the patron. Uh, that is for the Tafiri Time Raveler. Uh, and then the Twitter one is Tafiri Master of Time at the end of the show. But you can become a patron, donate a dollar or more. A dollar gets you into the Discord. Five dollars or more gets you the proxy of the week. Actually, a dollar does too, but that's every... Um, six months six months where we do the pick your proxy month and then last night or last night last week noted mm -hmm. that if you're a hundred dollars or more uh lifetime patron uh you get to pick a proxy any proxy anytime not anytime but and and this can be a moving goalpost as well so right for we, now we, we're making this stuff as we go yeah. so <laughs> don't get pissy if you just reach 100 and we're like ah, we're gonna push it to 150 or two yeah but right now, anybody that's at 100, which we do have quite a few people. I was checking that out. I was like, who actually can do that? And there's quite a few that cool. you can pick proxies when it's your, you know, each month you get to pick from any of the proxy of the week stuff. So the free way to support the show is to go to YouTube and subscribe to our channel. Uh, videos will be coming shortly. <laughs> Say that every week. Um, Say that anymore. And you can watch the podcast there if you want. I mean, we do get a couple views there of the podcast. We don't have anything special happening yet with that but at some point we might show our beautiful faces while we're recording which i don't think we should do honestly no, I'm oh no i think we should I well just... if you're gonna set it up like a beautiful face then no. <laughs> i just want to come in here because we always i don't know how many other casts when they do their cast but we always do it at night after we put the kids to bed we're both just like Oh, tired. Yeah, we're going to have some sagging eyelids. Yeah. I, I'm drinking because of the kids is what we're doing. <laughs> no, but, that's what I say in the morning. <laughs> but speaking of drinking, I am drinking a Captain Morgan private stock and Diet Coke. So, Oh, classy. I know. And I, I forgot my water. I'm, <laughs> I'm real dry right now. Uh, how's the gout toe doing this week, Lau? Always the updates. I think I'm fine. I think you know it's it's there. Your it's better. your 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 gout toe should have its own Twitter account. Oh man, you should start <laughs> one. Gout toe. You should start can one. We, can we have AJ run that, that one? Yeah, Lowry's gout toe. Just 
we need AJ. AJ, this is a job, a homework assignment. Can you make us a meme of Lowry's toe for the picture? And we will get uh, Lowry's gout toe on Twitter. Oh, shit. This is going to be awesome. You got to start updating it. That's going to be your account. <laughs> How's your shoulder doing? It's been weeks since I've asked you. That's uh, I just had my, me. I've just had my um, fourth physical therapy today. I can start like doing weight stuff kind of so yeah that's good i've been able to paint i've been painting that's been helping a lot so cool uh okay so that was youtube check out twitter that's where you can actually see the proxies of the week and sharing with myself that'll come back after larry's gout toe is gone probably november yes and i just said you know it's it's essentially healed but give myself a you know like a month-ish for sure but I think we should still get that that account going. I'm serious about it. We're getting Lowry's Gout Toe as a Twitter handle. <laughs> I'd prefer not. It's probably already taken. That's a- <laughs> or maybe instead of Lowry's Gout Toe, maybe because we both have had it. Uh, Commander- CS Gout Toe. Yeah, CS Gout Toe. <laughs> CSGT. No, I think we have to have gout in there. And then we yeah, can. So sure. new new assignment for you, AJ, if you can get two toes. <laughs> two toes. You can't just re continually redo the assignment <laughs> i bet you already finished the first one by the time i even got to that one so he, he's that quick with it all right so then the last place you guys can go to gmail and that's where you can send us a message directly song suggestions uh other fun stuff if you ever just want to hey we've gotten some um more information like people worried about us with the gauto which is a, a concern if we, it continues it can actually be pretty bad so we've got some more information this week i was supposed to remind you check out oh. that email <laughs> uh i should tell should, you i should give the okay. shout out of who oh, gave yeah, us the email tell uh, me. it was from da, 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 who is it from john john hartness he gave us a little uh a little info that I was supposed to pass I'm, the info. I'm on. impressed with how many people we know that have gout. Well, that have information on gout. So that's, uh, right. I'm, I mean, I did not have information before I had gout. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I assume people looked it up when they're like, fuck, is this gout? Gout just, it seemed, I don't know before I got it. Like there was one other person that I knew had it way back in the day. And I, in my head, it was like, Oh, that dude must like eating meat. Like, I don't know. I thought it was a meat thing. And then, um, um, I mean, it kind of is meat. Well, it's meat. Yeah. It's meat, beer and all that fun stuff. So, uh, commander Smith's your daily update on gout and how gout works. So (laughs) you're welcome. Uh, okay, so I think that's about it. If you it. don't want to become a patron, go donate to some gout association <laughs> to help research old men's on- gout toes. <laughs> That'll help us in the future. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we're not doing the giveaway yet, so why don't we jump into... Uh, Could the- be this wanna- person that I'm holding in my hand. Oh, man. Nah, I don't... That was. That's a tease right there. That was going to be somebody that we knew. Oh, really? So I threw it back in. <laughs> oh, shit. Everybody's going to be the, <laughs> Jeremy Trombley, number two. They were like, oh, they, come they on. all had a chance. <laughs> Shake that up a little bit. It was Trombley. <clears throat> was it really? <laughs> That's funny. I can't believe that, that would have been. 
it still might happen, but I mean, I mean it might. It's I mean, just back in the pile. I didn't like. There's only two in there, so <laughs> you know, it's one. I'm just kidding. Uh, okay, so I don't have a segment thing for this one. Um, just the tips or the walkers? Walking Dead. We're doing the Which Walking one are we doing Dead first. You know, this might fit what everybody's been feeling this week with it. Oh Jesus! Yeah. <laughs> All right, so the Walking Dead. Yeah. <laughs> So as you know, it's been about what a week and a half, two weeks. They, they yeah, a week and a half. Yeah. So these are Walking Dead are on sale right now. The Secret Layers. Uh, come. It, it is a show. It is a TV show on AMC, I believe. Right. Yep. yep. And um, they are doing a crossover into magic. Yeah. And they're brand new cards, so they're not like the Godzilla stuff uh, where it had the sub name, although they have hinted that it could be reverse. Well, they didn't say necessarily that, but no, that's how I didn't. feel like that. Yeah, they, they said they could be printed later, uh, but with yeah. different names. But I, I would feel like it would be a reverse of what these are. You know what I'm saying? Where you have the Godzilla had the name of Godzilla, whatever, whatever, and then the small name of what the actual card is. This will be... Kind of the same thing, I guess. The The big name will be the new card printed, and then you'll have, like, Rick underneath in the small text or something like that. Or they may just errata, you know, change it, saying that this card is actually this card in Gatherer or whatever. Um, yeah. This had <clears throat> a lot of people up in arms for a lot Upset. of reasons. Yes. Uh, I'm I'm indifferent to... I don't like it. But is it going to be the end of magic altogether? Because I feel like every time that they do something, it's the end no. of magic. <laughs> you know, like it, there's so many people that are just like, well, this is awful. This is terrible. This is awful. I mean, like, the cards are cool. Yeah. I think I like them for the most part. I think they have pretty sweet mechanics. Like it's different. Yeah. Uh, and, and I, I, and I, and, I did watch ahead. the show. Yeah. I'm not watching it currently, uh, but I made it, I think, seven seasons and then it kind of i personally my wife and i like scary stuff like we like i like zombie stuff and all that and so mm -hmm. the first couple seasons the walkers the zombies were the threat and i like that so much more and then what they kind of change into is which a lot of people liked but they make it so that actually humans are the thing that is the most evil, you know? And so you, you're coming across, which would happen in some apocalypse like this. You're going to come across people that are just to survive their evil. You know, they take mm -hmm. over other people's stuff to survive and just naturally become evil. It just got, you had the governor, which was an evil person, but you couldn't tell he was evil. It was like one of those, Hey, I'm, I'm helping everybody. And then it ends up, you find out he's actually a pretty bad guy. You get rid of him, and then they move into the next evil guy, and then it just—I don't know—just kept getting repetitive of that. And the zombies were such a a non-factor, you know. It was just you could—it was like a butterfly coming after you. It was like, oh shit, there's. Let's just brush them away. Like it, no one, people would die from zombies, but it was like they, oh, I tripped into this. You know, it wasn't the zombies weren't attacking and they got killed. You know what I'm saying? So that part is when it lost us. Cause we were just like, well, this is no longer, it's now just a soap opera instead of, you know, a zombie apocalypse. Yeah. The zombies and, were. And an so I don't, I know nothing about the show uh, other than what I've heard from you. 
yeah. in the last minute or two. <laughs> um, You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. Spoilers. Now you don't have Jesus. to watch it at all. <laughs> the governor probably didn't even get voted in. Yeah. Well, well, he didn't win by popular vote. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, damn so, I mean, like, and going back and this echoes what other people have said for me, if this was like a Godzilla card, I'd be completely fine with it. Okay. Like, but I think a lot of people, I think that would solve a lot of problems. But what if they turn it into that? Like, what if that, if they, I, I think what is going to end up happening is that enough people are having a problem with it that they'll print the next, the, the replacements of these, which well, we will talk about. Yeah, in a I second. mean, that's, there, there are some issues like legitimate issues with just like it's limited to America and Canada. Like that's all secret layers shipped to there. This game is worldwide. Right. And so not everybody, this isn't available to everybody, but they can get it. It's just, no, no, they'll have to buy it from the people that buy it here. Or you have, well, you're, you're, you're buying it at even a more exorbitant price at that point. Yeah. And so like, it's kind of like, you know, it has it, to make its way over to Europe for European, like, but it's, it's harder it, for them. To I'll buy. give you this argument. It's the same as what happened with war of the spark. They only printed the Japanese ones in Japan. They didn't print them here. The only way that we could get it was buying from them. And unless you knew somebody, you had to spend a lot more money to get those. Um, yeah, I can I can agree with that. I mean, like, I don't agree with that practice. Yeah. Well, and then they did. Like, didn't they do a... Just because they've done it in different places doesn't mean that they should continue doing it. I, I, I guess I don't have a, a big of as big of a problem. I actually don't really have that big of a problem with this at all. Um, because anybody, I mean, not anybody, the U S they have the opportunity to get it. Uh, people that are complaining are worried that what if one of these cards becomes legacy playable and then the card jumps up. There's probably two of them. Yeah. But then just buy it now. It's like buying any other product, but it's just at a shorter time frame. you know? I think I think the other problem is is that this is secret layer exclusive. Every other card that's been printed so far has other printings, and so like this this is has the potential to be like the uh, buy a box promo, like the extra turn one that went up to thirty bucks because that's all the only way you got it. Yeah, and so that it has that really exclusive problem potential problem so but what you're saying is like this is why you're going to spec on it because you think well, it's the, going to be hard spec to get wise, it's going to be high demand the spec wise is probably in my opinion with everything out of all the secret layers this is the one that like is probably the most foolproof unless here's my only caveat with that is that if they end up banning it, which they aren't going to, but if they end up banning no. it in Commander, that would be the only way that this doesn't turn out to be a positive spec because here's my my thought with it. <clears throat> they print these. Let's say they don't do anything in Legacy, but people play them in Commander, like them a lot. The card goes up because people are playing with these. Let's say they play them so much that the, the price is getting so high, they print the other version You know of what we're going to talk about here where they could be something else and you know reference these on the cards 
these are going to be the collector thing. This is the thing that's like sure. the reserve list sure. type thing because they aren't going to print these again. So that'll make this in turn uh, spike as well. You know, so there isn't and, like and a. I would, I would also point out that like you're saying, like there's the potential to, but in in the the tweet text part where they're like, we could do this. It, at the end, it says we have no current plans to do Cor- that. Correct. Yeah. So it would be a so few that, years down like, the road. It's, it's highly unlikely anytime in the next four or five years in my mind. I think they're in ever. a two-year two-year printing thing where they plan two years ahead or something like that. So No, they're like three or four years, at least for standard. Oh, I don't think this would get into standard. I think that this would be like a commander Well, if they product. change the card name and stuff like that, that's, I mean, you could... Where where else would they put it? Commander I think product. a commander product is where I think it would, they made these for commander is what they were saying is that they wanted these to be commander playable. And so they weren't like thinking that I want these for legacy. They want these for commander people to play these and collectors and stuff. So I think they could definitely, I think if there's enough, or let me rephrase this, rephrase this. I think that there's already enough complaints about it that they're already trying to figure out a way to get, them started like i bet you they've because they've had to come out on uh do a video of talking about it you know they've had to address all the complaints because we haven't even gone through all the complaints yet but they've already had to go through this and i guarantee you they already have a team put together and they're starting to do this for um a commander product maybe commander 2023 or something like that 2024 uh they're already starting to work on it you know and it might not be like the main part of it, but they'll, they'll get something in there. Cause this, I don't, I can't believe how many people I've seen. Like it's just all around. There's been some, uh, some crazy videos of people just being like, I'm done with magic and this is the end and all this stuff. And it's, I don't know. It's always the sky is falling. It's kind of funny. Well, and I think the other thing too, is that it was assumed that there's going to be more product like this. Yeah. They did mention that. And so number two, hey, number two posted that comic of like, I attack with Pikachu into, you know, Rick and da da da. And then somebody comes up like, oh, what card game are you playing? It's like magic. And like none of it was magic related. Um, like that, I mean, is a weird. It's weird. But does consider. that, but does that really ruin your game? Like if sure it doesn't because it's hopefully not going to be that prevalent. Like, no, I, I think it would all at be most. You have 20 to 25 that are similar to that idea that are different. I think it's just more fanfare. You know, it's, it sure. is a cash grab for them, but it also like if they freaking came out with a game of Thrones one, fuck, I would buy the shit. That would be, I would yeah, love really the cool. crap out of that. You know, like that would be my, my factor. I, I, I guess for me, I just, I don't, I, I would prefer it to have the, the, alt art similar to Godzilla. Mm, like I do like that. I, I like the be the, the idea like, Oh, I can have Rick, but I can just have the normal card if I don't care about Rick. Yeah. Right. Um, but here I, I think I just see, I've seen more Facebook and Twitter posts going, I'm just going to proxy these. Right. And I'm going to get my own art and yada, yada. I like the card, but but again, like, it, it all depends on your play group stuff. With ours, we're like, we have to own it and all that stuff. And yeah, um, and I don't. I mean, like, I could care less about The Walking Dead. I do think the cards are cool. Yeah, but it is kind of like weird, right? I I will say with that on to pile on with that, the thing they did mess up on is that that whole 
they could have, my thought was they could have had this be two secret layers. Like you could have gotten, or maybe had it as one big package, you know, if for 60 bucks you had Rick and let's say Audric. We're going to kind of yeah. foreshadow of what we're about to do here in a second, but Rick and Audric, the steadfast leader, you know, just had the names yeah. changed and had them together and had Rick, like the Godzilla, the sub thing like you're talking about, but have them together. So they're printed at the same time. And they, yeah. And they could have been different. And I do think if you treated it like a future site style card, like, Hey, this, you know, we have Audric, he's going to be printed somewhere else and that's how that's going to be. But if you want Rick, this is how you get Rick. And this is, you know, they're both the same card. Mm-hmm to some type of degree, you know, however they got to figure that out. Um, yeah, I, I think that probably would have been the best way of going about it. It is just funny that they, they did it with Godzilla, but then they didn't do it here. It's like, Hey, that worked really well with Godzilla, you know, standard set. right yeah, now. They, And then they're like, <laughs> whoops, <laughs> we, we could have done that here. And we would have had half of these people wouldn't have been with pitchforks coming after us. Now there are other things that people are upset about one, the one that I do find more surprising and is the, the Negan factor, but there are people that are up in arms about Negan being such a, a, he's a bad guy. He's a pretty bad guy in the show. Uh, I don't know. I've heard the comics. He's even worse, but we have bad guys all throughout magic. And I guess the arguments that I've heard is that, you know, Negan's more of a realistic bad guy where you rapist or, you know, killer or whatever, but you don't see Nicol Bolas, your village isn't burned down by Nicol Bolas. You know, it's not, you don't have a dragon coming around killing people. So it's, yeah. it's more fantasy than, but still Negan, it's, it's a, it's a, a fictional character. He's not real. It's just a, a really bad, he's a really good bad guy. It not as good as Joffrey, but he's up there, you know, he's probably in my top five for bad guys uh, of shows I've seen. I fucking would put Joffrey up there, man. If they had, it, it'd be like if people got upset about Joffrey too, I would, but I guess Negan is more of a realistic one, but he's in a zombie world. So he's not that realistic. Joffrey is a freaking POS. <laughs> You don't know what I'm talking about this from yeah. Game of Thrones. I, yeah. I I know Game of Thrones. Yeah. No, I know you know, but Joffrey I'm just saying people. Is, yeah. Um, a good bad guy. And so yeah, I don't again, I don't know anything about The Walking Dead. Um, but I mean, like the other thing is like people are like, if you sit down with Negan, I'm not gonna play with you type thing. Yeah. Just like be open, have a have a different if you're playing with maybe any of these cards, because people were calling for bannings for all of them. Um, I think if you playing these have a different commander in mind as well within the deck, maybe, mm-hmm. or as a side card, um, just like, just to have that flexibility. Cause you don't want to show up and just get kicked out of a random group just because you're not prepared. It just, um, if I guess, well, I mean, where's you, you the should, stopping should, point with that? You know, like <laughs> then you're going to get groups that are just like, Oh, what, what are you playing? And it doesn't even have to deal with secret layer. They're like, 
Oh, well, we don't like that, so you can't play. Like, it's like, Sure, okay. that's that's what house rules are. I know, but that's what I'm saying is like, if you have to, that just gets silly if someone, at if, that point. If you sit down to a group and they go, we don't play Cyclonic Rift, you should probably go and take out Cyclonic Rift if you're playing in that group. Right. And so if, if somebody doesn't like Rift, if somebody doesn't like those overpowered cards, you're going to listen to that. And if that whole group also doesn't like these. But I'm saying if you're going to cards, like a LGS you to that. and you're just playing with somebody and they're like, well, we don't play with this commander. This co- you can't play with this one and this one and this one this is our house. Sure. And like, I don't know, there, just, there are plenty of places that do that. They're just like, yeah, we don't want to do that. I mean, there's different levels of where you want to be. And if you're within that group, you shouldn't bend them to you. You should be more amendable to what the group is trying to do. Yeah, if you're joining a group, but I'm just saying in general, if you're at an LGS where a bunch of random people are playing and there's just, I don't know. I I think that people... Most of the time when you're walking into an LGS, most of those guys know, know, each, know other. each other. Yeah. I don't know. I just think that there's a lot of people that are wanting to pitchfork to pitchfork especially with magic. It just feel like every time that they come out with something, it's like the worst thing ever. And like, it's the end of the sure, game. That, I mean, it, there's maybe an overreaction. Like, again, it's weird. It is weird, but it's also weird. It, it, with the, they had the easy fix with Godzilla. And so like, but you don't know within that time frame of how it's going to be accepted when you're developing these things. Mm-hmm. So Godzilla could have really blown up in their face too. Yeah. But that one was accepted a lot more than what's going on here. I think what it is is that people were more accepting because it's like monsters and, you know, it fits into the magic world in a way. But also... Well, if, you, if you're considering that with Negan, but like... No, no, I'm... These, that's, that's no, what some nobody of the art- has a problem with the character Rick. It's more just like the art is very different from magic style. The We know it's a different property... Like, and I think, you know, it's a cash grab and you can't get it, um, you know, from other products. I, I think it's all of it packaged into one that people are upset about. Um, I mean, like, why are they even treating this separate? Like, this is a special secret layer. You can buy it for the next week. Right. Instead of the one day. Why? Why is that different? They have had others that have been longer than one day. That's the whole drop, though. So like the, uh, the there's big been a, drop, there's been but then there the ones you can buy it the whole time, uh the ones that had the big drops you could buy yeah you can buy, buy the, the big full, drop the whole time or individual ones at twenty four hour periods yeah. So I don't know the seven days. It's just like I I, I get it. It's a shorter period of time, but if you even think that you want to get it, then get it. You know, like it's it's like a commander product. The product is printed for what a year and then it's done being printed like if you didn't oh, buy it in that year that, but but you know what i'm saying like if you didn't buy it then then you got to buy it from somebody else that had already bought it so i know yeah. it's a short period of time and it kind of screws people that maybe oh, no, get into i'm just the game saying why later. are they treating it differently than a different a separate 24-hour drop yeah because the walking dead so. premiered this week and they're giving the walking dead people to buy it so there's gonna be a lot that is bought i i guarantee with this because of only also fans are going to people that don't even know magic are going to buy this. 
yeah. Because they premiered it at the end of the Talking Dead. So that was when the, the, the countdown started. Because I, I think when they we get a hold of them, which is going to be after in 2021, the prices, if you want to pick up anyone in particular, the prices will drop like crazy then. I think everybody's going to try to dump these right when they get them. You know, I'll have a handful of them that do that. But if you hold up, this is a year or two year spec that'll go way up. And especially if legacy players start playing this. Well, Which one? Yeah, do you and secret layers tend to recover pretty quick. Yeah. Right? Yeah, they have been. Yep. Some of the, you know, the kitties one is super expensive. Bitter Blossoms, fair priced, you know, like. The snow-covered islands and our lands are all freaking so expensive. It, but those those had a different reason is because there wasn't a lot bought. So those yeah. spiked because of that. And they're about a year yeah. from when they're coming up like, on that. Let out right now. Yeah. Coming up on a year. So, anyways, what we wanted to talk about was what these cards could become. Have been. Yeah. Or become. What we might we're 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 trying okay. to see we into can, the future. Crystal ball. Yeah, 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 crystal ball. See into the future. So that if it happens, I'm going to keep this sheet here <laughs> for the next three years. And then once it happens, mm. we're going to go back and go, ha, we were right on that one, that one, and that one. Because some of these seem like are no-brainers. Some of them are a little tougher, some stretches yeah. and everything. So why don't we start off with the leader, Mr. Rick. Um where, what do you think that Rick? I I think every single person thinks that that is an Audric card. Yes. Right? Yes. Because so, Audric, like, what he does, and he's mono white, human soldier. What is Rick? Rick is, is he a human soldier? He is a human soldier. So he fits exactly what the creature types are. And Audric, at the beginning of each combat, creatures you control gain either first strike. Uh, what is it? Yeah, it manipulates yeah. abilities. Uh, and this is Rick gives uh, you get to choose two between first strike, vigilance, and lifelink. Uh, humans you control uh, each have those abilities. And as long as you control four or more humans, humans you control get plus two, plus two. So this is kind of like combat oriented. Um, I even want to say that it, you're looking at the objects. Are they even three, four? uh go back to them three 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 okay yeah so similar build like this this seems like a straight up audric card and so that's if this was going to be a, a an actual magic character and probably lean into that yeah i think so, that's the most the easiest oh three four actually audric master of tactician tech tech whatever master technician yeah he's a three that four. is a three four yeah so, so and that's the commander one is he from anything else uh it's not commander it'd either be like a corset or from in a strad block no probably the second no, one he's from commander it says no it, says, it was reprinted in commander oh <laughs> maybe the it's saying as a commander. I think the parentheses is saying that oh. <laughs> I'm on EDH rec. I was looking at him. It's like, it says commander, but it doesn't even give like a year. It just says commander. <laughs> I'm stupid. <laughs> uh, so yeah, he's from commander 2020 and magic 2013. 
the most obvious from Rick to this, I think if they remake it and they remake it with characters that we know, that would be probably a slam dunk that he's going to be that. What's the, what's the next one you want to talk about? Uh, I have Glenn as my next one. So Glenn, the voice of calm. Uh, This one is what you sent over to me uh, that you thought it would be. And I think it's right on the nose with this. So we both are, you know, I was thinking that it could be like Daxos of Miletus, Mm -hmm. maybe, after he died on Theros, but before Theros Beyond, when he kind of came back, and you know, he's uh, Glenn here has Skulk, and then whenever he deals damage to a player, draw cards equal to his power. Um, and Skulk is creature can't be blocked by a creature with greater power. So um, Daxos, his first card on Theros uh, wasn't be able to be blocked by creatures greater than three, I think. Mm-hmm. And then when he hit, you got to like reveal a card and be able to play it. So it kind of like a, a, a different type of card draw. So I felt like Glenn kind of fit, fit right in there. Maybe this is when he was like dead and like in between worlds. So like he's skulking around, maybe like a spirit of some type. That, that's how I was kind of seeing it. And it, it, Glenn here, Glenn slash Daxo seems pretty, pretty powerful. Mm hmm. What what you got next? Uh, let's go to the fan favorite, uh, Daryl Hunter of Walkers. This one I had a couple options. I thought uh, he could be. So I had either what was it, uh, Naith. So a deck that you just made. Mm-hmm. Um, what was Naith? Yeah, I can see that with the like the fighting and yeah. So yeah, because. Daryl's ability is kind of the doing direct damage. So that was kind of why I was thinking that. And I think it fit in. Uh, yeah. Naeth is a human warrior and Daryl human archer, human. Uh, yep. Human archer. So yeah, that's kind of went there. And then also what is it? Haller, Haller, Halar, Halar from Dominaria. Yeah. Let me pull him up here. That's kicker centric, if I'm remembering right. So he's a but, he's a elf archer. Uh, yeah, it is kicker. But I, I was thinking that I was trying to fit the types in with a little bit with this too. So that's why I had the two. I almost think Naeth might be a little bit better. Because um, you're right, it does have the kicker part. So he could yeah, evolve I was, and I take was away. Kicker. Almost thinking it was like. Uh, a legendary version of Lava Mancer, which is like a, an old style legacy card, but it taps the red, remove two cards from your graveyard, deal two damage. Um, and it's just one red mana. So, but it's, it's kind of a classic card, but you know, clearly it's it's different. Mm-hmm. So, um, I couldn't think of any legends that would really fit there, but I do like Naeth. I think Naeth would work probably best. Yeah, I think that'd be a cool... Plus, we both like Naeth. <laughs> It'd be a cool uh, add-on to that one. Um, next one would be... This one I had... This is the first one I used like partners with this, but Michonne, uh, Ruthless Survivor. So this one was a little more difficult because you're dealing with a little bit of equipment uh, with Michonne's abilities mm-hmm. uh, and then also giving yourself a zombie. So you, you got to figure out which way you want to go with it. Is it what's more important having the equipment, the zombies, how do you get all this together? Um, one of the first ones I was thinking 
was using the partner Gorm and what is it, Virtus? That sounds right. Yeah, Virtus. So Gorm's ability, I'm going to get to Gorm, is partners with uh, he must, must be, be blocked, blocked if two. Ab- yeah, must be blocked if able and must be blocked by two or more creatures if able. Uh, Virtus wasn't, that could be the part where you're making zombies because that's the black card, but Virtus was that had the death touch and then when it deals damage to a player, that player loses half their life rounded up. So that didn't really make sense with that, but uh, the other part of it was, I think, what is Michonne's ability? She's a human warrior. We got warrior with Gorm and we don't have any human in there. We have an Azra assassin for the other one so it was more of the gorm that i got hooked onto, and then i was thinking the virtus could be part of the the zombie part creating zombie stuff with that yeah and i was i was kind of thinking that i'd be like the character liliana before her spark went but you know she's a legendary creature you know kind of running around like necromancing up zombies and attacking with them i like that um, the equipment part was a little lost cause she's not that centric on it. And that's where I was like, artifact ability is kind of more similar to like Glissa from Mirrodin where she's like, whenever an opponent's creature dies, you get to bring a artifact back from a graveyard into your hand. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I, I'd, I'd probably lean into maybe a new character of some type. I did also have a uh, Rayhan as one of them potentially. Uh, Ram. He, but it, it only fit with what <laughs> the only reason I've chose Rayhan is because he's a human warrior. So that was just the creature type <laughs> that has nothing to do with his text. He's the one that adding counters. Uh, it was a partner commander. So, oh, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. He enters with three one one counters. And then if he, if a creature dies, you move counters. So, I more was focused on the human warrior aspect. Maybe Rayhan just says, fuck dealing with counters. I'm just going to make zombies and put on equipment because, you know, counters <laughs> don't help me right now. So, that was my route on that. Uh, let's get in the last one, the most controversial one. And actually the one that I feel like has a lot of options to be something interesting, but uh, Negan, uh, the cold-blooded. So I think my favorite one that I think he could be would be Mathis, which we saw from the commander uh, when we had, what was it? Um, Edgar. vampires. Yeah. Yeah, Edgar. So with Mathis, Fiend Seeker, he is kind of like a bounty. You, you, put the bounty counters on stuff, you kill it, and then you get to draw off of it. So I, that's how I kind of saw what Negan was doing is you're, you're kind of doing a bounty. You're having somebody sacrifice. It's almost like an assassin type thing. Yeah. Cause when, when Negan enters the battlefield, you and target opponent each secretly choose a creature, which is that really player cool. controls. And uh, those pre- choices are revealed. They both sacrifice. So, and so whenever an opponent sacrifices, you create a treasure token. Yeah. It sucks because he's the most controversial one, but his seems like the most fun. He's just, it's hard though, because you have, you have white in there though, so you can flicker. So if you're able to flicker them in and out and be able to do that multiple times, but here's the mind fuck part is like you pick somebody and you're like, all right, I'm choosing something. Do you choose their highest one or because they might think, oh, they're going to choose my highest one. I might as well choose my best creature. (laughs) So I only lose one creature. 
Or do you fuck with them and you go like a mid-range one? You're like, well, he's going to probably pick that one. He's going to choose it himself so only there's one creature. So I'll pick the mid-range one. And then you end up, you know, it's a mind game of how you want to play that. So I think it's the most interesting commander. But anyways, Mathis was probably my favorite out of the ones that I had chosen for Negan. Yeah, and I was was thinking this could be like a future site card for like Gadrak and call him the flightless because no flying on this. But Gadrak was from the last course set and whenever an opponent's non-token creature died, uh, Gadrak at the end of your turn created treasure tokens. Mm. So like creatures dying, uh, opponent's creatures dying, treasure tokens felt like a pretty good fit there. Um, and so like, you know, he's flightless, so maybe he's pissed and that's how he gets black in his mana and then white is uh, um, the treasure tokens. <laughs> so the uh, I think that could be kind of a fun thing. Uh, some of the other ones, there are two others. I thought it could be also Kelsian the Plague. Uh, that one's kind of an assassin. And what is Negan? He's a, is he an assassin? Human asshole. Human rogue. But, uh, yeah, rogue. Kelsian is a human assassin. It deals with dealing direct damage to target creatures. Um, you get experience counters, so that's kind of you're getting counters of some sort. So that's kind of why I went with that too. Is like yeah. you, you kill off of it, creatures and, death. Yeah, so it's like doing similar things. You're getting you're getting something off of killing something. So that's what I was like, oh, Kelsian could evolve into that, or what would be kind of cool is Queen Marchesa. Uh, She's a human assassin. I went with the human assassins, even though he's a human rogue. I don't know why yeah, it's the... kind of a Mardu thing, though, like assassins. Yeah. So um, I think the only reason I was going with that with her was just because of I thought it would be cool to have her be that. <laughs> so there's no real reason with that. So uh, I think really Mathis is my favorite. Kelsian's my second uh for my picks i don't i don't like yours at all i'm just kidding that's all right (laughs) that's all right i accept it uh okay so is that it for the walking dead stuff yeah i think so i mean we're only 46 minutes into this all right Uh, only two more hours left (laughs) all right so let's move into just the tips or play a little game called just the tip just for a second just to see how it feels or Ouch, ouch, you're on my hair. Ouch, ouch, you're on my hair. Uh, okay, so what are we doing here? We're doing deck tweaks or what do we call it? What adjustments. Just bad with titles. We but. said a good one at the beginning. You came up with it, and now we don't even remember what we said. Yeah. <laughs> Let's rewind this. Just cut and paste. <laughs> Okay, wow, that was really smart of us. Thank yeah. you, Adam. Was- <laughs> I should have wrote it down after you said it. Did I write it down? No, so, I just wrote down CS like Go- You have your deck and you are going to make an adjustment and there are multiple reasons why you would change your deck. Let's um, and I'll- I was going to say let's start off with the easiest way, like when you first are testing a deck out. So what what part would you well, I'm just saying like Which one? one of the easiest tweaks and probably the one that I do the most is when you're first playing the deck mm. and seeing how things are running and then realizing this card sucks this in here. Work. This one sucks yeah. in here. So I, I would put that in the uh, your deck is deficient category. 
Um, that's where you're playing it through and it's not working quite how you like it. You don't necessarily like cards that you are trying to use in there. Um, and part of that is just you are learning the deck Mm -hmm. and learning cards and their interactions. And that's definitely like a normal process to go through. Right. Right. So the biggest thing there is you, you need to be able to identify the cards that don't work for you or what isn't working for you in the deck. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of times you can't figure that out by just looking at the cards. It's playing it through and seeing, yeah, Hey, these, this card doesn't fit in what this deck is trying to do, or this is just too much. This just ends up being a dead card in my hand more times than not. Like this card needs to leave, you know, I just, I need to replace it. Yeah. Sometimes what a lot of times actually what I do is in my final cuts of the deck, those cards don't necessarily go back into the binder. I have kind of like a sideboard. It's not really a sideboard that I pull from like while playing, but it's like five, six, seven cards that I'm like, okay, Mm -hmm. if something else doesn't work in the deck, these could go in replace of it. You know, if I need something more of this or whatever, sometimes it is just land. Like it's like, okay, I have a couple extra land that I might, this deck might need a couple more land or something, but not a lot. I normally don't have that, but it's a lot of times cards. I really want in their last cuts that if something isn't working right, they just jump right in. And I can, I can use an, a current example of people remember my Nath deck. And when we were going through the spotlight, you had pointed out like, the wayward sword tooth exploration, like land coming into play package. Mm-hmm. Um, that was awful in there. Um, I played it like two, three times and I was just like, this does not work. Um, and that's just like that, that tweak where you just like you identify, like I'm not actually ramping here. Um, I'm running out of cards way too quick. And so you, you address those two things. You're like, okay, I need a different ramp package in here. And so I took out, you know, six, seven of those cards and changed them just with different ramp. What what you're identifying when you're going through is you're going, okay, I have these ramp cards and you can go to your blueprint and go, okay, I want this amount of ramp in here. Did I reach that amount? And then if you're playing the deck and you have these ramp packages that aren't working for that deck or for you, it should just be a one-for-one swap mm-hmm. with, with different cards that you are, are thinking should work better. Um, and so that that's almost an easy part of it is just going like ramp card, get rid of this other ramp card that just isn't working. Right. Um, so being able to identify where you're swapping in for sure is, is very helpful. Uh, um, so that is the, the, I wouldn't say the easiest one, but I would say that is the one I will do the most often is yeah. That, and that's the beginning, right? For sure. That's part of my deck building is playing it a few times and figuring out what works. Now, the next part is the part that I maybe do a little bit, but not as much as I would like to. And you do this very well, but it's uh, like when new cards come out, you know, especially if it's a deck that I haven't played for a while. Um, I don't always, I, I'm like, oh, that card will work in there, but I don't always grab the card and stick it in there. You know what I'm saying? Unless mm-hmm. it's like uh, I did do with Bruvac, because Bruvac's a very new deck. Uh, I did put in, uh, what is it, Maddening, Concoph- Maddening Cacophony. 
Yeah. Is that saying it right? Cacophony? Yeah. Okay. And ruin crab? Because those Bless just... Bless you. <laughs> God, why do I laugh at you? <laughs> it only encourages me. Yeah, I know. I just give you the pity laughs and I can't help it. Uh, okay. But those two are just... I just made the deck. Very easy for me to take those two, put them in. My hard part is... I don't know what cards to get rid of. So that's the part. Cause I felt like I like Bruvac where it's at the, mm-hmm. the cutting part, uh, is the part that's difficult for me. Cause you know, it's my baby. I don't know how to cut cards. <laughs> so that's, that's, that's something also to address. Like if you have a deck that is already working really well, it is pretty hard to fit in new cards because mm-hmm. you're going, this all works. Why would I change any of this? Mm-hmm. So a couple of things that you need to ask yourself is, do I want to experiment with this card? Like, do I want to try it out here? Do I think it's going to work and, and have it in, like, if you want to, you can swap a card in or out and have it in your, that sideboard you're talking exactly. about and just have it ready to go. Um, and then one other thing where, you know, that's almost a similar one for one swap. I would say I have enough mill in this deck. It's working. So I have a mill card. What kind of mill card in this deck is similar that I can replace in? So speaking of exactly what I did there is uh, I took out Fleet Swallower to put in uh, the Maddening Cacophony thing because Mm -hmm. they're doing the similar thing. But the thing is, is one, Maddening is cheaper than Fleet Swallower and Fleet Swallower, you can see it coming and it's only one player. Whereas Maddening hits all the opponents and you can win the game off of just, just that card and having Bruvac out. Whereas it Fleet also Swallow lowers lowers your com- C- CMC. Or CMC for the deck. Yeah. Um, that's another thing to consider is looking at your CMC range and seeing if you're if you're going down or up. Mm-hmm. And so then the other one, uh the Ruin Crab, I switched out with Riddle Keeper. Because that was one card as I was playing the deck a few times. I think I played it probably five times or six times. or I guess in person I played it more than that. But anyways, Mm -hmm. that one just seemed to be always a dead card. I'd play it. I don't think one person ever had to discard cards or mill cards uh, by attacking me. the one where they attack you and you got a mill just It just seemed pointless. It was supposed to be like a hindrance of people attacking me. uh, And it's only for that person that's attacking Ruin Crab is going to hit people milling a lot more often, and it hits everybody, all your opponents, I mean, uh, mm-hmm. instead of Real Keeper, just depending on who's attacking and stuff. So yeah. that was so why right I made there, those switches. Yeah, you you found a card with, with Cacophony. You found a card that was similar to it, um, but it felt like an improvement, so that felt like a nice switch. And then with Ruin Crab, you identified a card that you felt like wasn't pulling its weight within the deck. And so... And you're also lowering your CMC from three down to one on that that portion of the card, mm-hmm. um, and you feel like you're going to get more of an effect out of it. Mm-hmm. And I and I would agree with you on both of those cases. And so those are definitely tricks that I use. Uh, the only thing that I would say is like Fleet Swallower to me is also like a game winner type card. Yeah, so if you feel like you need another game winner. Right. You know, you can go back to it. So and the, the, that's exactly what happened. What you had just said before is it went to the sideboard. So it's not like I put it away because it is something that um, 
it is like you just said a game winner the hard part i was having with fleet swallower and i, I said it to you yesterday when we were talking is people see it coming you know and it's like but what you made a good point is it eats up a kill spell uh but more of <laughs> more times than not i haven't played it because there's so much shit on the board that if i play it I will be dead by the time my next turn comes around because everybody's going to be like, kill him because he's going to kill us. Yeah, and it's not that, necessarily a taking point. a Like if you don't have the haste enablers, yeah, that that can be you know, way too obvious. Yeah, you're probably right on that. And it, that's only because I'm not playing you know, Lightning Greaves or Swift Boots or anything like yeah. that. So, But anyways, so that's a recent example. I have trouble with cards coming out and my older decks, I don't go back and necessarily put anything in. Uh, it wasn't until recently taking a deck that I have in paper and putting it on cockatrice that I made a huge change. I was like, Holy shit. I have nine cards that I'm putting in and taking out and they were all good upgrades. It wasn't, you know, um, Yarok's a good deck. Did I say Eureka? Did I keep saying that. Yeah, I mean... But I meant Yarok. Yarok's a, a good... How I had it built, but since I built that, so many more good cards came out. And so it's just... Within the last year. Right. And it's... <laughs> it's I never... I think what ends up happening to me, and I bet you there's a lot of other people this happens to, is sometimes you get overwhelmed with how much stuff comes out because then it feels like you always are having to tweak every single deck. And so sometimes mm. I just leave it alone. And that isn't necessarily good because... <laughs> I, I don't think it's bad though either. Like you can be slow on this stuff. You don't have to just like, I got this card. I need to use it. Like that's, that's a big thing. Um, you can get these cards in a pack and be like, this looks really cool. Where can I use it and try and fit into a deck? And like I just, I said earlier, it's like, if you have a well-oiled deck, it's hard to fit it in. That's okay. Don't force it either mm -hmm. unless you really want to play it. But then I would advise if you're looking to play it and you only have one card, you're hardly ever going to see it. Yeah. And so what I would say is if you want to really play with a card, get three or four of them in different decks. Mm -hmm. So you're more likely to play them. And that's almost, that's you're testing a card out to see how it goes. Oh, right? you just triggered something for me. Um, that was kind of the cool thing is because I hadn't edited it for a year. When I put mm -hmm. nine cards in, it felt like a new deck in a way. So that yeah. was kind of cool in itself. I will say that, that not editing every time, like you're saying, one card necessarily, like fitting mm -hmm. that into multiple decks so you do see it more. But when I had a chunk of them, you know, maybe you should just have an update deck year. Like, hey, <laughs> once a year, October is the month that I'm going to update all my decks and add new stuff. That may be what I should do because I I now want to play Yarok again because it feels like a brand new deck. It's nine cards, yeah. but still, that's a, no, a tenth it, of your deck has changed. That's the other part of it. So like, if you're just going one for one and only adding one or two cards in, you're not going to see much of a change in your deck because number one, you're just not going to see those cards. Mm -hmm. um, technically, like if you're adding like one more draw spell or two more draw spells and taking out not draw spells you're going to see more of a consistency in having draw spells, which is what you're going for when you're doing that kind of thing. Um, and same thing with ramp spells or whatever your theme is. So if you're adding more of those cards, you should be doing that more often. But to have a change in a deck, you want to be hitting 
nine, 10, 11, 12 cards brand new. And then you'll be able to like with Nath, like I said, I kind of took out like six, seven, eight land cards. And I deck totally felt different. And that was just focusing on ramp cards. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I've I, since the spotlight, I've probably switched out about 25 cards. That's like a brand point. new deck. That's it's absolutely a brand, a brand new, new deck. deck. Um, and so if you have, I, I like your, your thinking there is if you wait like a year, then you're going, and maybe it's like you have 20 decks. Yeah. Just, just waiting for a month seems like it's a pretty big ordeal at that point. Mm-hmm. So maybe just pick a deck a month and always keep, yeah, uh, rotate move around. on and just always kind of tweak for that month. And then once it's over, you just leave it alone and play for play with it for a year. Yeah. Because I will tell you that nine cards, trying to figure out the nine cards to take out was very difficult. It was like building a goddamn new deck again. <laughs> it's like, I like these. Can I play with 110 cards instead? <laughs> but, um, no. one thing I did want to touch on too, is sometimes if enough time has passed, um, you basically have to change the whole or a deck becomes irrelevant. So Bruvac now has taken over as my mill deck. So now basically, I don't know if this fits into necessarily like changing the deck, but my, my Fenex deck is just pointless now, you know, cause it's two decks that mm-hmm. are doing the same idea. And so sometimes if you aren't tweaking it enough, I think a deck can die. Can't it? I don't know if that happens to you enough or often, but all way I, more than you <laughs> <laughs> with me i i keep them a lot longer but i actually have fenex on the the chopping block i have them on the side to start disleaving them because i'm not going to play two mill decks but yeah um, yep. so you have to you and that's where you can like look at fanex and go is there something different i can do rather than just try and mill and i know there's like a zombie theme sub theme to that uh if i'm remembering wizard right. wizard wizard you're a wizard. So, so maybe like if you found a different angle, then you can take like your wizards out and then different angle in, then it becomes a different, yeah, a different deck. That's a good idea. Too. But if it's still milling, like you, you probably got to twist that mill into milling for a different advantage. Um, and so that's where like you're taking out whole themes when you're when you're adjusting your deck and and those are things that you're trying to um when you're playing through or when you're looking through your deck and you're going these two are too similar how can i make them different mm-hmm. and then you're um identifying what is similar between the two and deciding okay bruvac is just straight mill fanex needs to be something different <laughs> but how can it is its ability is target player puts the X cards in their library in their graveyard. I guess if you played more of stuff from their graveyard, I guess you could go that route maybe. <laughs> so you could go black, blue, reanimate from other yeah. opponents. Ashen powder. You could do that. Come on. Reanimate. Maybe. It might work. Reanimate dead. Or I All just might stuff. kill it. <laughs> could do that too. Like, like That's the thing is like, I know you say that your decks are your baby, but don't have any worry. Like, put it in the tapped out. Yeah, that's what. It and is. then get rid of it. And then if you're like, you know what, I kind of want to go back that, to that. Yeah. Then, yeah. then you at least have a base to go back to. Yep, that's what I like. Really like about tapped out is having that uh, that library, being able to just put that. It's not actually dead. It's if I really wanted that deck back, I can go back to it. Yeah. Um, 
one other thing I was going to kind of point out as something that like when you're doing tweaks or add add-ins and stuff like that is maybe look at if the card needs more, you need more of your theme to be going through the deck. Uh, well, I guess you kind of already touched on that. I don't need to hit that again. That was just one of the notes I had down was like, if you're adding something in, let's say it fits in with the theme as you've played that deck, did it feel like you're not hitting your theme as often? Then you might yeah. need to take something that isn't part of the theme to keep adding to it. Or is your theme fine and you're just replacing another uh, a week, the weakest link on your, your theme on your theme. Um, yeah. But you, you kind of already touched on that. So I don't need to hit that again. Well, and I'll, I'll reiterate, and this is me personally. And I've, this is probably me explaining when we talk about like cyclonic rift or, you know, those major cards where I'm like, I don't want to play that mm-hmm. or I am playing it for this reason. Essentially the note that I, I'm, I'm going to say is like, if there is a balance um, in your deck with your theme, then I cut staples. So if I feel like there's enough within my theme that deals with That's enough cards, cyclonic rift gets cut. And then I just, I can replace it with something on theme yeah, because it feels like there's something there. Um, but if you're lacking in, um, like if you, if I'm in, um, Nath, like going back to Nath, cause I've, I've been trying to work on it and there's been problems with it. Like I was thinking I'd be drawing a ton of cards, but really cantripping isn't. And that's what the, when you fight, you get to draw a card. That's just a replacement effect. I'm not actually getting ahead in cards. I'm just not falling behind. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was, you know, you're drawing cards, but you're slowly losing a hand. And, you know, by mid to late game, I just had nothing in my hand, even though I was drawing cards. And so I was trying to figure out, like, it's not happening. I'm not drawing enough cards. So I'm like, okay, you know what? Sylvan Library goes in here. That's a green, that's the best green draw spell that you you can do mm-hmm. you know it's consistent it's cheap um and that's perfectly fine in my mind and then you start like identifying like you know what actually i need some big draw spells here and so i did like rishkar's expertise um i added an elemental bond and these are all like high powered creature um so kind of on theme for Nath. and then after a while i was like you know what i don't need sylvan library anymore and then I got like another just draw spell, um, but not Sylvan Library. So it, it differentiates it from um, different decks. Like the staples are nice; they're kind of a crutch. Well, that, just, that's how just I just change look at your, them. your 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 Sylvan Library to uh, Mary's Guile. Then it's different. <laughs> you could do that too. <laughs> yeah, but Mary's Guile doesn't get cards into no, my hand. That's, that's still just, just card selection. Yeah. So, um, and then I, I think that's the big thing is just like being able to identify what you have going on, what you don't. And so, like I was saying, that's a personal choice for me where if something's not working, like if I just have no artifact or enchantment removal in a deck, that's green, white. I'm like, okay, let's, let's just get aura shards in there so that I have, it just takes one slot instead of multiple. Cause I want to be heavier in my theme like I'm okay with that. But mm-hmm. if I'm like, okay, I'm running six other cards that are dealing with artifacts and enchantments. I don't need aura shards in here. Mm-hmm. So take that out because it is a, 
it's it can really hate out decks yeah you know artifact or enchantment style card. decks mm-hmm. um and so i take that out because i don't want that potential to make it an awful game for somebody but again in my omnath deck that i just built it's in there because i have two cards that can deal with artifacts and enchantments i have beast within chaos warp and i guess cyclonic rip so three so but omnath is really weak in removal and so i went with some big hitters there question for you how often like once you got your deck where you like it and you're done kind of tweaking it when do you make more tweaks is it when sets come out like are you always tweaking it every time you play you change cards because I feel like you do that a lot. Like you get done playing, then you're like, uh, like you'll text me later and be like, yeah, I I took out like four cards and added four more cards. And then (laughs) the next time you text me, you're like, I took out 15 cards and then put in 15 more cards. It's always, it it seems like you're always tweaking, but do you ever get to a point where you're like, okay, this deck is where I want it. At that point, how often are you making or adding cards or tweaking or whatever? I I almost changed my deck every time I play it. (laughs) almost almost Man, always how do you have that much time i don't know if i could do it <laughs> it's like okay when we were getting together like in real life games mm-hmm. you know i'd get home at two you're jacked like mm-hmm. I, i'm not sleeping for a you know another hour or two um you do it so right then down and there and just holy balls yeah and then i'd sit down and you know if we if i played five different decks i'd uh change like just kind of go through and go okay you know what i like this i didn't like this card um this card really sucks like this just did not work i guess my question Uh, should be because it's so fresh in your mind on how the deck played after playing it it really allows you to know how it actually worked like um so i guess my, my real question should be is how often do you not change your deck like mm. do you change it every deck every single time is there always something you're unhappy with well, I mean, it doesn't have Not to be unhappy, changing but... because I'm unhappy with it either. Sometimes you can just be like, this deck did what it needed to do. Like, if I'll run a combo, and I'm like, I comboed, get rid of it. It did the one thing. I don't really like doing it, but I'm glad that I did it with these cards. Mm-hmm. Get rid of it. Um, or you can sit down and be like, this was pretty oppressive. I'm going to take this out. That Clearly, people weren't having fun how do I, how do I do better with this? No, you know, like if I'm going like uh, Narset and light master where I'm taking all those extra turns and you and, uh, you and Tyson's eyes, you didn't even pay attention <laughs> to what I was doing. I took like, you, you know, were probably cheating. You, you were, You're most likely you dead yet. <laughs> like, no, not yet. Did my thing. And I was like, deck is done. I could have changed it to something else but I was really happy with the extra turns deck. And then I was like, no, oh, it's done. Mm. Um, Still don't answer my question. Does it ever happen where you don't uh, change a deck once you uh, get done when you get done after playing? Sure. I'm guessing I, I online you probably it. don't change it as much like cockatrice. Cockatrice. I don't No, That's a little bit tougher Yeah. for me. So it's, it's mostly in paper where it changes. Um, but I'll always look at the deck after playing. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean that I'm going to change it, but just looking at it and seeing if I, I liked it was so, uh, 
question for you also. Uh, if you get knocked out one of the early ones, do you at that point look at the deck and like side note to yourself, like put a card, like a couple cards, like, ah, these need to come out, whatever. Is that a good I mean, idea that to do there? happens to me so seldom, I don't. I don't oh, what? What? <laughs> 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 um, no, no. I mean, most of the time I try and go get some pizza then or or enjoy the game that's still going. You like, know. just because I'm not playing doesn't mean that it can't be enjoyable either. Yeah. I, I, I'd never seen you do it, so that's why I was just wondering if you had gone through. Yeah, I, I don't really do that unless unless it was just awful. Mm-hmm. You know, if it just didn't do anything. That's why I've been working on Nath so much, I think, lately. is just like, it didn't work. And I was just going, why is this not working? It right. should work. I'm like destroying nobody's creatures. Like I'm doing, I'm so slow, not drawing. Like, you know, you're just going like, I was literally going to toss the deck away. Just going, I'm sick of this. Don't even want to think about it. See, and that's what happens but, with me is if I don't like it, you know, perforo, not perforos, uh, Ilhrog. That one I just, you know. Uh, because then I made Perforos and that's a better version of that deck. And so that's basically a dead deck now. Um, yeah, but you're lucky too. Cause that came up six months later. It, it, I think, yeah, I probably still would have tried to play it. I don't play Perforos much either anymore. Cause we keep building more decks, but, um, the tweaking, it, it's kind of interesting though. Cause it's a very different way of going about it because I play a deck and I do the beginning stuff where I'm, I've tested it through and I'm like, okay, these cards need to get out. These cards go in. Once I've gotten the deck into a spot where I like it, I don't I don't change it until a card comes out. If a card's like, you know, let's say uh, this one in, in this case, Eureka, the whale wolf, <laughs> the speech whale wolf. Whale wolf. Yeah. That one like fits almost perfectly in there. And then there's another one that just recently came out. So those I actually will take those cards when I get them or I'll order them or, you know, if I open them Mm -hmm. a pack and I'll put it on top of the deck so that the next time I play it, hopefully I get five to 10 minutes beforehand to go through the deck and figure out where this card fits in. That's typically how I do it. Uh, It's normally a card that screams, Hey, I belong in this deck. Um, Mm -hmm. But it is probably a lot better to do. I I don't, I could never do it right after we got done playing. I'm so tired at that point. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> although i will dream about magic for the entire night so yeah i just try and get it out of my system yeah and then uh, is there any more tips we got here larry because really you, see if we hit everything this segment is for me to help me do this because i yeah i think i think we've hit yeah I, i've hit everything that i would want to say so if you were to say, uh, the, I guess the only thing is going over the, the, uh, the next why is like fine. Like not everybody knows every card that's ever been printed. Cause there's a lot of them and you discover a new card and you're like, Oh, I'm going to buy that for this deck. And then, but you already like that deck again. Like, well, you don't have to force it in yeah. and then, but buying it and then you have it and then you're like, Oh, you don't you know have what? to force it in works. It's, it's, like it's, it's okay so just to buy cards and not use them. Yeah. I buy more cards and don't use them than I do use them. Right. If you don't you just, use it, you lose it. I have it. a ton of cards and not as many decks to fill everything. So just be okay. Not using cards, but having, 
I like having cards because they're ideas. Mm-hmm. And then you're going, you know what? This works with this and this and this. And maybe I don't have a deck for it right now. But later, if I do have a deck, um, I'll have it ready. One. And so I'm I'm almost always searching to add to my collection to use those cards. One thing that you uh, just triggered for me that I meant to write, I didn't actually write this down, is if I haven't played the deck, like let's say it's a deck uh, commander that I've made right after a set came out, De- deck sits there, so like uh, Yarok in a way, go on mm-hmm. EDH Rec and see what people use a lot at that point. You know, because there might be new cards. Like I, what I did there was I went on and I was like, all right, I haven't played Yarok for a while. Are there new cards that fit in with Yarok? And that's where I was like, holy shit. Yeah, these all these cards came out and I have all these cards. So that was a good trigger to figure out, okay, these are upgrades to a lot of stuff that I already have in the deck. Uh, so a, a good thing to maybe look at at some point is to check out EDH Rec. I don't like to take a deck from that, but it shows you the new stuff that works with that commander and what people are building. So that's sometimes a good... Uh, tool to use it's man yeah i think it's a good tool it's a tool tool think of the (laughs) we didn't have this the best thing we had when we were first doing this was to go on card kingdom and you search for a card and then it shows you what other cards were bought with this card that was the way that we did it man like that's how that's how i learned so many of my cards going (laughs) that's a card write it down click on that click on that card and then the rabbit hole of that yeah then it keeps going down you you get this huge collection because you're like okay that one worked oh wow i didn't know that card existed and then you keep clicking on more and more cards people talk about the youtube rabbit hole mine was card kingdom (laughs) card selection i do that for hours oh for sure that was entertainment for me that was the epitome of entertainment. Now EDH rec is 20s. just cheating. It's like, all right, just scroll on there and see every deck that's built. They have every fucking <laughs> card. Uh, but it, it does help like it, that. I will, I will say I got probably out of the nine cards, um, seven, six or seven of them were from new cards that were on that. And it's, it more of triggered like, Oh yeah, that does work in here. And this, this is a big upgrade from what I have in there. So, um, and I, and I think also like if you're looking for ideas, you can ask, like join a community, a discord, become a patron yeah. and you can talk about <laughs> wink, decks wink. or just, um, you know, if you're on tapped out or, uh, you can actually look at deck lists of what you want to try and build and see, um, the different ways of building them or just, even even the ideas that are like guy was looking up uh and he and he learned about cco podcast mm-hmm. uh, about they were just doing the the flip lands and all of the lands from the new zendikar that's their land base that apparently they built a debt like that oh. guy was looking around to kind of do that and so they might have different ideas for commanders or different um like so i think that's a really interesting cool idea mm-hmm but it's good to get resources and figure out what and how you're going to do that. Cause clearly you're not going to be able to fetch, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how to do a land base without fetching. So well, is there enough cards to be able to do everything as flip lands? I mean, you're five color clearly. Um, then maybe, 
Yeah. Because I think each color has three, right? Five. No, no. There's multiple uncommons. I don't think there's any commons, but there's multiple commons for each color. Uncommons, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Multiple uncommons. So you probably got roughly five per color. So, um, so it's that's five, 25. Yeah, 25 plus the flip lands. Um, yeah. Maybe you're they pushing put in it. basics <laughs> or maybe they're just running real thin. Yeah. You're pushing it. That's a, that's a tough one. You got to like 30 there. land in there. Yeah. And you just go favorite. rocks. And then Larry will just fucking kill you. <laughs> I couldn't think of anything else to say. I'm like, Larry's going to beat your head. And I'm like, Larry's just going to kill you. That's all that's going to happen. And I'll, I'll admit this on air. I've, I've heard enough times that 38 is too much. And a lot of people like 36 and I have changed. I have tweaked two decks. Yeah. Nath has gone from 38 down to 36 land. And you I used to rag on me for 36, and that's why I bumped mine down to 36. To well, you need more land. <laughs> you, but I, I'm going like, you know what? I think I like the idea of playing around with 36 land and two and one color decks. And you don't, you know, I, I'm. You, you and need it's to be probably a little bit changing decks. It's probably a little bit better too of if you play the uh, 10, draw 10, bin three. Uh, thing too. that might be true too. That helps I, a little. Or I, if you I'm have a saying, forgiving like, group, you need to be open to flexibility. On, I was probably very rigid on the thirty-eight land, and in tweaking decks, you need to be flexible in what you want to accomplish mm -hmm. with your deck and be okay, like with stuff not working. I think I think it's that experimentation process, and so if you aren't willing to change it that's that's fine but maybe find a deck that you are willing to try and change um because i think it is a process and a, a learning process on how to tweak decks and be comfortable with it and it probably plays into cutting card you know decks ideas you know from 120 down to your 60 ish mm -hmm. cards like i think they both play in together um and so and I think some of these rules can apply to cutting decks down as well. Like going, comparing CMC between your ramp spells. Like, do you want a huge ramp spell? How, how high are your, your draw spells? Do you want lower ones? Uh, and stuff like that. Um, being able to identify your curve is pretty important. Mm -hmm. Um, so I, you know, it's, it's an enjoyment thing. Like I, I personally get, um, you know, it's a little meditative, I would say, <laughs> you know, cause you're just going through cards that I know, you know, I go physically through my decks, um, or my, my boxes. I'm just looking for cards. I know what the picture looks like. It's, it's very non thinking when I'm doing it. Mm -hmm. Um, and so it's it's calming. It's nice for me. So that's it's probably why I like doing it so much. It's how you go to bed at night. Like after you get off the cast here, you're gonna go upstairs, just go through cards. I absolutely will. <laughs> I'll probably uh, sit down for another hour. Oh, uh, it's getting a little late. Maybe a half hour. <laughs> well, speaking of it getting late, I think that's about it, right? On that segment, we should probably jump onto our giveaway, huh? 
Oh, he's shaking, shaking, shaking. All right, so we have our first giveaway. It's going to be for Twitter, for you Twitter people that have followed, liked, and retweeted. So done all three of those things. Uh, got your name in for the drawing. And Lowry, I'm going to be honest, I did not check if they liked it. Oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> all right, Lowry's going to draw a name right here. Let's get some drum roll going. Ready? Well, I mean, like, I just lucky son of a bitch. Uh, it's number two. Are you serious? Yeah, that's that's the second time I've drawn him. I mean, since we've been doing drawings. <laughs> so he is the lucky winner of a uh, full art to fury master of time. <laughs> I want the top part of my toothbrush back. You yeah, trade. It's a trade. <laughs> well, I'm actually going to see uh, number two this weekend. I'm playing uh, in real life magic. Nice. You put it for the camera. Well, you're not proving it to anybody else. I'm, I guess you're proving it to me. But yeah. <laughs> all right. So number two won the Twitter. So that's funny. It went to a patron. Uh, but now we're going to do the patron giveaway. All right. He has the potential to win this too. That would be your you yours is on the the wheel. The wheel. All right. So I'm going to spin it. Well, let me do the drum roll. I don't think I can see that. All right. I'm going to spin it though, so you can hear it. Oh. goes to john hartness Ooh, is our winner you lucky ducky lucky (laughs) duckies we haven't done lucky duckies in a long time so john hartness wins the tafiri time raveler foil with the planeswalker and tafiri master of time the borderless uh non-foil is going to hey number two oh shit i didn't even get i should have had that all hey number two number two so i mean what God. what are you mad that he got it <laughs> i'm not mad i'm just disappointed <laughs> i'd like, rather i would rather have it go to somebody that wouldn't play it against me how about that <laughs> there you go how about that uh well congratulations you guys <laughs> you guys are you guys rock you okay <laughs> lucky yeah, duckies i mean <laughs> well it's not it's not well, I guess it is patrons. Maybe it's just weird when you say it. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe it just makes me feel that. weird inside. Yeah. Oh, all right. Uh, okay. So that should probably do it for this week. Uh, thank you guys too for, again, um, making not this last month. Holy shit. We were so close to making it another drawing month. We are very close each month. It keeps going up. Uh, the previous month was a huge jump and this last month was right up there. So I think we'll probably break it this month. Uh, and we'll do, baby, we'll do uh giveaways again once we break the next month. So thank you guys again for everything. Yeah. Just go to your wives or girlfriends, you know, um, (laughs) their devices, podcasting, or just listen to it. (laughs) Just, just press play for like a minute. Yeah. Honestly, if, you're if you really think, think about it, on it. Yeah. Be a, if you're a Twitter follower or a patron, it probably makes more sense. It, even after you listen to the episode, if you're just not doing anything, play the episode again. Because <laughs> Does that count? I think it does. I'm pretty sure does it does. Count? As long as the episode goes to completion, and then if you click it again. Oh, it has to go to completion. I think so. Well, no, no, like to get a second one. Because then oh. if you're just playing it again, it's just like you're, re, you know, rewinding or going forward i think 
okay. for it to get a so second this is one. Like YouTube, you can just continue to rewatch and yeah. So honestly, listeners, if you wanted to have uh, more chances to win, you just got to keep. You want it. to deceive us? <laughs> it really would only take everybody to listen to it a second time for us easily to probably break the record I would, like i would think so yeah you know? would, i would, would every episode double? oh yeah would it, no. it would double Holy what shit. we would do if everybody did it a second time oh yeah then we would know all of a sudden it jumps up like yeah it just kills it yeah, yeah i don't i don't it's uh, i don't know it's october 5th let's see what happens <laughs> see how this goes yeah we got some random followers that seems suspiciously like other people. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good that point. we know. Yeah. <laughs> like somebody's so, name is Hey Number Three. Hey Number there's, Three. There's a, there's a couple of Devons. With just if <laughs> same last name, but just uh, an S added on to well, the end. One's, one is Devin Neff. He's, I don't know if he's still a patron or not. I haven't paid, paid attention. But then there's definitely Dev. which makes me which make me feel like it's that's a good idea though if you're uh, (laughs) tweet out and it's only one person like they don't have any followers he's just like this is definitely dev definitely dev yeah (laughs) i i'm on your game plan (laughs) i know who you are maybe probably not oh all right well that should do it for this week we will catch you guys next week thanks for listening see ya Bye. Say it.